0: Welcome to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Feels Like Weezer.
1: Uh, I'm Megan, and I am currently not from uh, any of the Movies by Minutes podcast, but I have a impending um, oh. uh, Bohemian Rhapsody Minute, uh, and stay tuned. <laughs>
2: And I'm Alice, and I don't have a podcast just yet, but I am a comedian in New York.
0: And welcome, Alice. Go- glad to have you.
2: Great to be here.
0: And Megan is returning now, now going from moving from the guest spot to co-host this, this week. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so this is Minute 35, and it starts with everyone clapping for Penny's performance... And ends with Penny declaring she needs ice. <laughs> Very important to have your ice.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Gotta keep it cool.
0: <laughs> um, there is this uh, one one thing, r- right there at the beginning. Uh, it's it's uh, everyone's clapping, and and but this one guy we've just uh, uh, had. Uh, come tag along into this, uh, hotel room for this, for this impromptu party. Um, uh, Vic Munoz played by, uh, Jay Baruchel, mm-hmm. um, with his, he's a huge Ze- Zeppelin fan and, but he's doing, he's doing not so much a clap. I mean, maybe there's, maybe there was a clap that he was doing, but he then, uh, seemingly at the end of clapping, he converts it maybe into my, more of a, uh, prayer, uh, a, uh, uh, prayer-like pose but but really you know it's the uh the classic uh you know we're not worthy type <laughs>
2: right? right. Yeah.
0: you know from wayne's world you know yeah
2: was he just a, a roadie because i couldn't i was like what is what is he doing yeah. here no he's yeah. he's
0: just this huge fan that uh you know i guess you know in the 70s it was a huge thing for uh you know hotels just to get overrun by bands and and uh and uh especially this one in particular is it's the the riot house or the continental hyatt house um uh but you know you know apparently zeppelin all, all four members maybe i think i think only states three that he got to sign his shirt here uh uh are, are also in the, in this hotel at the same time but uh, and there were certainly other on the way into uh, down the hallway and on this on this floor there were certainly a couple other rooms that had people like um, it was supposed to be um, Graham Parsons and Emmy um, uh, I think Emmy Lou Harris I think yeah yeah, um, yeah. Uh, last uh, last uh, couple weeks there ago when Megan was on with us um, but uh, you know and down in the lobby it was it was crazy too um, you know plenty plenty of people just hanging out. And uh he's just a super fan of 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 uh Zeppelin, but he also seems to have been become by doing this, I call him a groupie to a groupie. Mm-hmm. You know. Certainly everyone else is clapping too, and all 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 love that Penny arrived and, and did her little performance that she had last minute. Um, but uh it, Vic Vic himself and, and it's almost it's it's almost uh level there's there's levels too, you know. William is almost in between the two, Vic and Penny as far as being you know, he's he's got this essentially this crush on uh Penny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh they kind of all start uh going into this little uh little uh not not so much jamming together. I mean it's it's pretty much uh mainly one guitar and maybe someone I think might be pounding on a little on on some kind of bongo or conga or some such. or just, or just the back of a couch or something, probably with the drumsticks they probably have laying around. But, um, uh, for, for the song, uh, something in the air is what they're performing. And, and I certainly knew it best from Tom Petty and the greatest hits album that came out in the nineties when I was in high school and college. Uh, but it's actually by a, by a band called thunderclap Newman.
1: That's a great song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's really been used uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, I, th- I think I think maybe even like some commercials, but other other movies and TV shows, and and by different people too. You know, different you know performers. They they'll often get uh, pretty much you know no name bands or or studio session mus- musicians to do things for for commercials, especially yeah. covering covering especially Beatles songs. I'd say <laughs> that's where I've noticed it the most. But
1: <laughs> that's so true. They're,
0: they're my number one band. So. But they're just—they're just very—they're just, very, just very, uh, uh, not up for <laughs> giving their songs out—the the, the recorded versions at least, to be used.
1: For Ad purposes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything uh, by either for either of you about the song, or had you heard of that band before, even?
1: No, no. When you say "have you heard of the band," you're talking about Thunderclap
0: yeah. Newman. Yes, th- yeah, Thunderclap Newman.
1: Yes, I have a few songs of them. Uh oh, really?
0: I them on my Spotify, yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah, I was I was going to say I mean about Stillwater just, you know, kind of I mean watching this movie for the first time, I didn't know if mm. Stillwater was was real or not as I was watching <laughs> yeah. and but then thinking of, I was reading about kind of what it like, like water was like the clearance whatever revival. I don't know these bands really well, but it's like <laughs> like 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 the that band and then the, uh, I think Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And that's kind of like mixing up those names to make a new name. That's very, very clever.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Stills from, yeah. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah. And,
2: uh, um,
0: yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I, I've even had someone say, well, isn't, isn't, you know, I've, I've heard like Guess Who and Three Dog Knight as being people thinking that, that that's who. This band is supposed to be or something, or, mm. or at least par- partially. Um, but a- as I mentioned in back in the green room that we'll be, we'll be getting to that. Uh, I think, uh, at the end of the next minute with you, uh, Alice, uh, the little yeah. ranking of the, the four bands that are best, uh, considered to make up the band.
2: Yeah. I mean, as for who it's supposed to be, I know, I think it, I was reading Cameron Crowe had toured with the, the Almond Brothers. Oh yeah. And so that was so maybe maybe that in a sense is who it's supposed to be. I don't you know. Well
0: and I think for Allman Brothers, I think the biggest thing there is it's either Greg or Dwayne, I forget which which one um better matches um Russell. I think I think that's that's the biggest connection there. That that's why they're considered to be one of the four. <laughs> um, as far as just taking a particular person and kind of making that who Russell mostly was based on. Um, and this, so the song, uh, did come out, uh, certainly not after this, this, uh, performance, but for about four years prior, um, went, went from when this movie is set here and, uh, mostly in 1973. So I think that's, that's a good thing that they didn't, they didn't, they really, I think they, as far as the music that we hear, they did a really good job on, uh, not choosing any, any songs that came out after. This time in 1973, even, um, they, they, they did yeah. have little issues back, uh, um, um, minutes, you know, uh, about 13 or so about about minute 13 or so, uh, with, uh, uh William, uh, looking under, under his bed uh, per his sister's request suggestion mm-hmm. when he, when she left her, her, his, um, or left his, her records. And some of those, about half of the records almost, seemingly, <laughs> seem to be stuff that came out like 74, 75. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, not even that. That th- At that point, it was 69, 70-ish. So there were records that came out in like 71, 72.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But they were his personal collection and ones that he wanted to kind of highlight that... Uh, were uh very important crucial records to him but we don't thankfully we don't hear them though we don't we just have that one little bit of uh scene some things that were kind of out of place time wise
2: Yeah I couldn't believe that there's like I think 50 songs in this whole movie I mean a lot of them are so in the background that I didn't even really listen to I mean there were some obviously in in concert scenes where that's you know Yeah, obviously, there's a song going on. But I just, I mean, soundtrack-wise, I'm like, how? A lot of it is very, like, in the background, you know, Mm -hmm. little snippets. So
0: Yeah, and that'll be the case, I think, with, you know, I mean, there was one that was, like, almost you couldn't hear <laughs> back in the, yeah. uh, the diner with Lester Bangs, but then like the one for the next minute, that's going to be, it, you, you kind of hear it strong at the beginning, but then it really s- gets subdued amongst the, the dialogue that's being spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's jam packed with all these songs in it, but yet there's still, you know, points, especially doing it minute by minute where there's, there's some, there's at least a couple minutes here in what I've done so far. Um, total, a couple so far that just have no music whatsoever, mm-hmm. not not even part of a score. Um, but that's that's always uh, uh, an interesting thing to um, to it's, it's 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 the notes you don't play. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. The the when when you uh, have some silence, I think that can really highlight a scene that that uh, is of uh, uh, really important. Um, if that's about, if that's all we want to talk about the song, that's cool. Um, we can then talk, I think, um, Plexia. So that's Anna Paquin's character. Mm -hmm. She comes over to William and there's just this moment when it's like, aren't they like, they're not like, it doesn't seem like they're saying hello or anything, but she's just standing there oddly. It cuts (laughs) back to what, uh, Russell or Penny, but then it goes back to pretty quickly to, to um, uh, Plexia then starting this narration. Oh, part. How
2: how heavy-handed! This was the most yeah. heavy-handed, bizarre piece of narration. I, I mean, we yeah. we can see what's going on. It. I mean, I, I would say you know it, it's you know it, it's subtle the just the look in 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 their eyes, you know, as as they're kind of into mm-hmm. each other. But you know, it's that's that's not, not even subtle. That's played, you know, pretty flamboyantly, too. So, no, th- this was weird. We did not <laughs> yeah. need this narration. I don't know if they wanted to give her some more lines. I, I don't know if... Was William getting hit on? I, I-, I mean, that yeah, was Yeah, there's
0: bizarre. that, too. Because at the end of what she's done... Is that next minute, actually? Mm-hmm. I think I think it's the very beginning of the next minute. I have I definitely have something to say about <laughs> her, her hitting on him. Kind of it seems like maybe is what this has been about more so. So it's this narration, which is I mean it, it, it's hit on the head narration, and and I, I understand. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> not care- not liking it, um, but it's you know it's this hit on the head because she's even saying Act One and Act Two <laughs> and Act Three. Yeah, <laughs> you know.
1: Right. And I have to, I'm going to come in with a, a hard disagree. I really like it. I really, I like the narration. I, I definitely, um, it is, you know, dramatic, but uh, it kind of suspends you um, in a different, like, time-space continuum than what's happening in the rest of the room. And I like it because... I think that even though we know there's history between Russell and Penny at this point, we don't really know what it is. We don't know. And obviously she's narrating it from her outside perspective, but she's close to Penny and wants to be close to the rock stars. Right. So I think it's um, it's interesting. I find it really interesting, but I like it. I like that. it's in, I think if it would if it was not in there, I would <laughs> I guess I wouldn't know what I was missing, but I I wouldn't yeah. want to see the scene without it.
0: I guess my my biggest issue with it is just kind of, I'm not saying she's, I mean, I, I really like her acting and plenty of other things, but she, she's almost doing, She I don't know if she was asked to do, or she thought she'd do this, it, it's almost like, there's almost like a hint of an accent, you know, it's almost like, it's almost like someone that was born in Britain and was there until yes, like they yeah, were five, was- maybe, and then they've moved here, and so they still have this, you know, at this age, roughly, um, <laughs> hopefully, I think, I think Hopefully late teens, but, um, per what goes on later, um, next, very next minute, um, uh, I have to tell you about, but, but there is the, uh, the, uh, uh, deleted scene that, uh, I actually thought was in this minute for a little while until, you know, going, going into the heavier, uh, research phase in the past couple of days, really, um, uh, that, uh, the deleted scene from the much longer untitled 42 minute longer cut, um, where, uh, where we'll um uh we'll definitely talk about more tomorrow um but it's it's uh, a pretty good interesting scene uh, interaction between uh uh Russell and Penny
2: Yeah yeah I mean yeah. you could definitely tell from Russell and Penny's Eyes and just just the way they mm-hmm. always find each other in a room. I mean that was definitely enough. But yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if this was supposed to be whatever her name is apraxia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like Pilexia. all her practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, palaxi- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to get
0: like the the the, the fifth band aid here in about uh, uh, uh about a half hour away from now. Maybe maybe not, mm-hmm. not even that much. Uh, but her her name is going to be a lot easier than the, than the three others besides Penny. Penny's awfully easy, but
2: mm-hmm. Plexia
0: and Estrella. Um, but we'll get uh, yeah, we'll get would... Beth, Beth from Denver.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that's much, much, easier. much easier. Uh Yeah, Plexia from Denver sounds oh, a little right. weird too. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but and I don't know if this was Plexia kind of you know flirting with William. Oh, you know, see there and do each other. I don't know. I mean, it was just. I mean, they all kind of have a bit of a flirty vibe. <laughs> The, the other thing, though, and like this is maybe a deep dive into childhood, but before I realized that this was Anna Paquin, I looked at her and the way that she was dressed and her acting and everything. I don't know if you remember the show Zoe 101, the Nickelodeon show, Jamie Lynn Spears. I, and maybe it's, if, if you don't know, maybe one of the listeners or many or no, no one else knows, it's just me. <laughs> uh, but. But there's a character Quinn on on that show, and I was like, I suddenly was like, "What year is it?" Be- I mean, could it be the same person? And then I realized later, I'm like, "Oh yeah, of course, that's a person with Anna Paquin's face." But I, it was it was just, it was just something that I that I noticed that like took me out of it for a second. Like, wait, what? What is this?
0: So that was that was an Anna Paquin role right. in that show.
2: No, 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 no. It no, wasn't that was much. It was just a it similar was, look. It was yeah, it was like another yeah. teen wow. star or something, yeah.
0: Um, so and William says we've got to stop them after she's kind of given this uh <laughs> this narration part, and Plexia replies, Stop them. You were her excuse for coming here.
2: Yeah. And
0: she even puts her hand out to to you know pull him back a little bit, and he 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 obliges.
2: <laughs> Looking at this minute. Again, as as I was kind of rewatching the, the clip, and I was like, "We've got to stop them." Oh, he he likes her, like you mm-hmm. know, it was was kind of that that realization of what do you mean? We got to stop them, or 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 was he maybe more afraid of Russell having a has a wife and the you know the, the cheating dynamic, and so we got to stop this infidelity. So so maybe maybe it is that. Maybe it is. Oh no, no infidelity. <laughs> or maybe it is. No, I like her. We got to stop them.
0: Well, and I think it's that that last phrase of hers in the narration part. She'll eat him alive. Yeah. You know, it's like uh so is it Williams' naivete, you know, you know, youthfulness that he doesn't understand that you know, I mean, it's two consenting adults. Hopefully it's an <laughs> she's the <laughs> yeah. she's also an adult. That's that's very up for up for grabs, I think. But um yeah,
1: <laughs> I was going to say, going with the the time period, there were many, you know, fourteen, fifteen year old girls that were groupies of these guys.
0: Sure, so oh that yeah, yes, me sure. very
1: much. who's that famous one that they just did an article about her? She pretty much slept with every rock star in the seventies.
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's and and similar to the band Stillwater the the character penny lane is kind of an amalgamation of like three different um women from the time yes. that that william william himself knew um got to know um but uh but there's definitely even there's definitely the one that is was also named penny lane so <laughs> you uh, know some people really can i, I think uh, get confused to thinking that oh it's it's a one for one um uh, yeah. i read
2: somewhere i read somewhere that she was supposed to be 15 which is bizarre because I kept well, thinking about what her age would be because she seemed kind of like the mama bear of all of them. Yeah, right. And I know, I know, Kate Hudson. And she's was, retired, right? <laughs> and I Yeah, she seemed like a like a seasoned movie, oh, whatever. Yeah. But like, I mean, I know Kate Hudson was twenty one in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe ugh, in the movie. Well, well there's, there's
0: a scene uh, that that you know where that where her and William yeah. are. T- Telling each other their ages back and forth, back and forth, but yeah. clearly at one point he's lying, and clearly at another point she's lying. <laughs> Where the two meet, it's hard to say. We we certainly know Williams, but um, I think she was just uh, lowering hers to to try to get this connection made, and and she was lying the latter half of that, roughly <laughs> on the lower yeah, end.
2: I, yeah, I mean, then I started seeing like, oh, maybe some of these other band aids were teens as well because i was kind of obviously trying to figure out the appropriateness with the i'll probably talk about it later the deflowering and all the you know stuff that goes on where i'm like this is so weird she's like 35 and he's like 15 you know so i was kind of (laughs) oh yeah i was kind of like i don't think that she's that young necessarily stranger things have happened yeah 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 of course.
0: Um, there are besides just uh, uh, cutting these little quick cuts to Penny Lane's expression and, and Russell's expression, you know, in the background at times, and even at this at this very last moment uh, of the minute, um, it's uh, uh, Dick, the uh, road manager, the, ma- ma- basically road manager, but he's he's essentially the manager in title. Um, but uh, you know, he, he's handed the guitar. At that last moment, by Russell. Um, but there's the other points where he's where you see him sitting on the couch there and being pretty chill and smoking the cigarette, or maybe something more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Likely. Um,
3: yeah.
2: What do you think that the the line that you were her excuse for coming here? Yeah. Is, do you think that it's more of, you know, she's trying to sort of protect him? Do you think it was she maybe liked? william as a friend more than a friend whatever was it i I don't know
0: Hmm. you have a take on that megan
2: yeah
1: um you were her excuse for coming here so obviously she's saying you know it goes along with being the disingenuous right they're putting on a, a facade that they don't care about each other i think If he was her excuse for coming there, it was the perfect excuse for Penny to be like, oh, well, I'm not here to see you. I'm here because I'm bringing my friend who's Mm. reporting on Mm -hmm. you guys. So I think it's, I don't think there's any real smoke and mirrors about that comment. Like, I think it means exactly what it is at face value. Like, you know, you were a great excuse for her to be here so that she could see Russell and that he could see her and that they could reconnect, but it would be not because she came here like, you know, being needy the way she probably is how she's feeling, right? As yeah. we see uh-huh. later. But um but kind of seeing it as like, you know, she used you.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it a little
1: bit of a dig. It's a little bit of a dig at him saying like, you know, don't think that I don't know if it's I don't know if it's intentionally a dig, but it definitely is a dig at like whether he really belongs there or whether he was used as an excuse to be there.
0: Well with her like I said, with her being retired, it's a matter of um you know she she probably wouldn't have come or right. she would have she maybe she would have come up with another way to kind of make it feel not like she wanted to be there to see russell
2: right. um
0: she may she may have been able to come up with a uh, another reason that wasn't as good
2: yeah as it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. whole Third option. It wasn't even like, ooh, she has a crush on William, or ooh, you know, anything like that. It's just a complete like, cause, because I also felt like kind of the you know Lester Bing's in, in the in the beginning having that while well, they're going to use you and, and they're not really friends and it's just. But I didn't really get the sense. I got the sense of they were fairly genuine band members and everything, or you know, at least Russell. So it was so yeah kind of looking at it through through this lens of like, oh no no, you were an excuse is, is interesting uh-huh.
0: yeah that that's really interesting to bring up uh Lester because the that that scene where he's saying you'll meet women <laughs> and and I think he's saying the band will use you I don't think he says the women <laughs> will use you
3: <laughs> yeah
0: um so that's that's the whole little uh, another uh uh twist in things as to what the uh, you know, everyth- everything Lester says almost essentially comes true.
1: Yeah, and I mean, maybe it, maybe it's in his perception because yeah. of where he's sitting as like you know um, being in the band. He probably thinks it's more so the other way around, right? The women aren't using us; we're using them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh.
0: Everyone's getting used by everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so great. It's,
0: it's, a, it's an orgy orgy of using <laughs> usury. Um, but, but speaking of which, you know, you know, as as we, as we've been really focusing on you were her excuse for coming here and then Penny says, I need ice. And that itself, I believe is another excuse for what we'll see next minute.
2: Yeah. Things will have to heat up. Just to get out of the room
0: (laughs) and, uh, have a little, uh, rendezvous with Russell in private.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Well, is there anything else?
1: I think that covers it. Yeah.
0: The, the only other thing i i could add to it is that uh with you know back to the what we what we kind of started off talking about pretty pretty close to the beginning of this minute was the uh the lyrics of this song have recently been we have got it we have got to get it together now i think it's it's mainly the song i think more so is about you know say like you know you know peace and revolution what have you you know very socio-political stuff but uh it's it's definitely the 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 lyrics that we're hearing best um uh definitely tie into what is going on a bit too Mm -hmm. and that that's the one one other maybe uh, i think negative towards the idea of getting or at least taming down that narration part (laughs) is that you're having many layers of of uh of being explained what's going on you got the you got the visuals of Russell and Penny looking back at each other every now and then. and
2: Yeah, maybe, maybe it would be cheesier if it was just like a, you know, lyrics, you know, kind of like a little, you know, love montage of them staring lovingly at each other, you know. So, so maybe it would have been cheesy in a different way.
0: Mm-hmm. But then the very last lyric, though, is lock up your streets and houses.
2: <laughs> so, that
0: really doesn't play into, I don't think, the... Yeah. So, um, yeah, so if we're ready, um, I think we can ask, uh, I'd like to ask both of you, and uh, we can uh, go with our guest first. Alice, what's your history with the movie? It sounds like you said you're talking about this is the first time you've seen it.
2: Yeah, it's it's the first time. Yesterday was the first time that I saw it. I mean, of course, I grew up kind of seeing that iconic poster and just thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, it's a movie about kate hudson and i mean just like without the synopsis if you had said you know hey what do you think this movie is about you know that it would be about kate hudson it would be about the trials and the tribulations of fame um i mean i think i knew maybe that this there was some sort of oscar buzz so you know s- something that had uh-huh. you know been there that it, that it was at least award level movie, but
0: yeah, yeah, I've been nominated for four and, uh, the one win it got was for the screenplay for Cameron Crowe.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I had no idea that there, that this would be some sort of journey with a boy, but Hey, I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, Megan.
1: So, um, I first stumbled on this film, I think in high school, maybe middle school, probably high school, like early high school. Um, when I first was uh, writing films for fun uh, because I love Cameron Crowe and I love his writing style. Um, and yeah, so I started watching it mostly because I was I was a really big fan of the kind of autobiographical tint to it. And I also was into that type of music. So um, kind of one of those favorite high school movies that gave me chills every time I watched it. And I watched it... <laughs> a lot in high school. This is like me revisiting it for the first time in almost a decade. So. Oh, wow. It's nice to come back to it because it's been yep. a really long time since I had like, fully watched the film.
2: What else does Cameron Crowe do? I thought I saw jerry Maguire, or no right one? yeah
0: that was the one prior to this and yeah. then after this uh is one i haven't seen a ton but you know it, it definitely is high up there especially especially for the use of music all of his movies essentially yeah. um but um uh, uh vanilla yeah. sky came right after this yes i
1: love vanilla sky yeah. oh and fast times at Ridgemont high was his first one which is a few oh years ago. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, and but was- he did but he didn't direct that one that was his no. right written yeah, yeah. Writing. yeah that's
1: for writing sorry yeah
0: uh, say anything was the the big mid-80s kind of breakout then for for you know his first director uh, directorial debut
1: yeah.
0: um and then the more recent ones like that that aloha um yeah. i i did cool. i didn't i hadn't seen that even actually but um uh, i did kind of early in the process of of starting the show was um I, I i did i didn't even know about it at all um, but then recently it's been popping up everywhere. If I did sit down. It was on Amazon Prime or something, I think. Elizabethtown.
2: Oh, right, right.
0: And that was pretty lo- a pretty low-key movie, and yeah. um, it has some interesting stuff in it, but it's not, not as big and flashy as this. And this isn't you know, that big and flashy, in my opinion. Yeah.
2: Comparatively, yeah.
0: Comparatively, yeah. Jerry Maguire with big old oh. Tom Cruise.
2: <laughs> yeah, these I That's think these actors were... Not unknowns necessarily. I mean, right. this was yeah. Kate Hudson's big debut, basically. I mean, I don't know Billy up or I—I I, I mean, maybe I don't know. Not necessarily. Um, if, yeah. Well, hes my,
0: he, hes my big connection to my first sh- uh, movies by minute podcast. Uh, Watch my minute where oh. he played Doctor Manhattan.
2: I mean, now the the not well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't say cameos because some people had bigger parts, but the, I mean, Mark Maron has a piece in this eric stone street yeah. i mean this is mm-hmm. now you know <laughs> jay bear show that, um, J- <laughs> of course of course i didn't realize he acted as a kid um i was going to say why do you think that this was sort of a box office flop in a sense i don't know i mean whether it's advertising whether it's i think also I don't think kind this of was
0: the, that much of a flop no. um i mean it, 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 if anything it probably came out even i think i feel like
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not it's it's,
0: it's 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 that after you know i think i think uh you know that the, the this latter half of of his career the um elizabeth elizabeth town on have been more flops <laughs> unfortunately uh, yeah
2: yeah yeah i I, mean, I think that like the music journalism aspect because i think i was reading somewhere recently that you know you you can like this movie without knowing very much about Music journalism or rock stars or anything like that, Um yeah. mm-hmm. Because because but like, I think that that subject can kind of maybe be a bit I don't know alienating. Like you might be like, oh, this is about music and music journalism. Oh, I don't know this. You know, it's very different. Like a very niche topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, i I'm looking at this and you're actually, you're, you're right though. It's, I mean, it's, it wasn't a horrible total disaster, yeah. but it made some, but it certainly didn't make it make its budget, which is not good because <laughs> mm-hmm. normally you want to make double your budget to <laughs> actually kind of come even. Yeah. Um, we certainly hope to hear more on, on both of your thoughts and, and we can, I think we can get to that tomorrow and we'll have to get through that, the, the section of the, uh. Of uh, from the deleted scene too, Um, so I think you'll hopefully both be able to come back. Is that right, Megan? Yeah, sounds good. For one more, Uh, fourth one with you, and Alice, second, right?
2: Yeah, I'm ready.
0: That'll that'll be next week. Um, This was uh, uh, minute thirty-five. We'll be back uh, next week with minute thirty-six. And until then, it's it's all happening.
2: It's all happening. I am a golden god! Yeah! Yeah! Yes,
1: yeah! And I was born in the backseat of a greyhound bus Rolling down Highway 41
2: You know the queen of hearts is always your best bet